0: Welcome everybody to Infinite Scale, the ultimate podcast for MSPs. I'm here with James Vickery. Hi, James. Hi, hey, Patrick. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing real well. Thanks. That's good. So it's a year or so since we've been doing this podcast now, and obviously a lot's happened, lots changed. It's a certainly a different world from when we started way back, and I think it was September of 19. So we thought... Today might be a, a good idea just to reflect on where we are. And I guess thinking about where we thought we were going to end up, let's just say when COVID hit us about 12 months ago and it was doom and gloom and the end of life as we knew we know it and all that sort of stuff. Where are we? Is, in terms of the MSP and their business and market and demand and all that sort of stuff. What's where are we? Is it where you think we'd be we would have been? Well, I certainly didn't predict where we are. Today, I don't think a lot of
1: people were able to be Nostradamus and determine what was going to happen when the entire world shut down as a result of COVID-19. It was a very scary time um, for businesses in general, not just MSPs. Life changed and many of us were not sure if life would ever be the same again. What we're, of course, seeing now is that vaccines are beginning to roll out around the world. There are countries such as mine, and yours, Patrick, Australia, where we seem to have a pretty good handle on, on COVID and, and are not seeing cases or many cases anymore. And there are some other countries around the world that are, that are having that experience too. And no, I didn't predict this. I think if any of us were watching the media back then, we were heading towards the great, the greatest depression the world's ever seen everybody would be out of business, we'd be, all be on breadlines, and the MSP space was over and done with. And so thank God um, that didn't happen. But now that's not to say that we're out of the woods, but what we're witnessing here at Benchmark 365 as an observer of, of the global MSP market is that the market's actually booming. I don't think in my career, I've seen anything like this except perhaps Y2K. And, and I would say Y2K was a microcosm of what's occurring in the market right now. Y2K, we still had a lot of businesses that you know didn't have a computer <laughs> back right. then. It was it was I was just the beginning of the IT and internet age back then, but now every business has IT and every business is scrambling to gain some market share while stock markets are booming and opportunities abound right around the
0: world. So there's growth out there. What's driving the growth for the MSP because I think you said to me that you've there's a, you talk to a lot of MSPs and they're telling you they're getting more business than they know what to do with.
1: Yeah. What's driving the growth, I think, in some, and and again, this is macroeconomics and I'm not an expert at macroeconomics. I can only observe what I see through Benchmark, which is that we work with MSPs in virtually every Western country around the world and some non-Western countries too. And what we've observed is that that some markets are actually quite robust and bouncing back. And what that means is companies are gaining confidence and they're actually adding headcount and they're actually, and with headcount comes server migrations, cloud migrations, computer, new computers to be set up, new hardware to be purchased, reconfiguring the office environment, meaning that a lot of people don't work in an office anymore. A lot of people are working from home permanently now and that the IT requirements have changed. So I think that's Predominantly, what's driving it? Certainly, there was a work from home boom that's now settled down now that people are working from home. Now, what we're seeing is a growth in certain industries that are bouncing back now that markets are starting to open up again. You can
0: probably argue that those trends towards the cloud and and digitalization of the workplace and all that kind of stuff was coming, but it obviously got a boost or a turbocharge through COVID when everybody fled to their home offices. So, Is it a point now where MSPs have gone from assisting their clients to scrambling them just to stay operating in those periods to trying to consolidate a, a new way of working? Is that kind of what you're seeing or...?
1: Yeah, I think we're seeing, like all recessions, and I think we talked about this in another episode a while back, there's always winners and losers in a recession. And there's been some industries that have been very badly hit. Let's take tourism, for example, down under. Borders are closed, Mm -hmm. so tourism is dead. And retail that took a beating for a while. Now, some businesses will never come back. They couldn't get through the lockdowns. They didn't have enough capital to get through the lockdowns. But what that means is that those that could now have a bigger market and when they've got a bigger market they're now aggressively growing they're hiring people they're they're expanding they're entering other markets we're definitely seeing that and with that comes okay my msp provider needs to help me do that and if my msp provider can't help me do that i'm going to go and find another winning msp that can help keep pace with my growth as an organization
0: So you just mentioned that there's winning MSPs that are are capitalising on the new opportunities, I guess. What does a winning MSP look like? How how do you know what a winning MSP is?
1: Well, I think that's a good word that you've just used, capitalising. What does it take to capitalise on an opportunity? Well, you need capacity to capitalise on an opportunity and capacity comes in the form of perhaps staffing or perhaps capacity within your sales um, unit. That might just be you as an MSP business owner. That might be a sales team or an account management team. But capitalizing looks like capital. Capitalizing looks like making the investments in your business lockstep with the marketplace that are looking to use services such as yours.
0: What about pricing? Is it a good time to be driving driving up your prices? Everyone's a little bit shaken and still a little unsure. And even the customers are probably like, not feeling like this is the time that they wanna be paying more for anything. But if there's more demand, doesn't that mean that you can charge more?
1: That's not been my observation that customers aren't willing to pay more because if you think about it, if you're a growing company and you've got an urgent need to open a new office or to hire five people or to get five five new pieces of equipment into your business and you need it now, then price isn't the first thing that pops into the mind of the customer that's growing. This is a customer that's doing well and that's growing. One of the things that I find is really interesting right now is that at the start of COVID, the assumption was that there were going to be mass layoffs, mass layoffs across all industries worldwide. And yes, again, like that was true for tourism and that was true for perhaps in some markets that might have been true for for real estate and in some markets that might have been true for contingent type roles, but tech support. Absolutely not. If anything, the cost of labor has gone up again. And we talked, we posited this in the Infinite Scale book that that labor costs have actually been going up year on year for 20 years in the IT industry whilst prices have remained static. Right now, if you're out there looking for engineers, if you're out there looking to grow, you might actually get a rude shock and find that there's not a lot of people around that can do the work. Now, let's take that. That's a microcosm. That's you, that's your business. Now let's look at the macro again. Your customer is looking for great support They're looking for timely support. They're looking for um, quality companies that can deliver. And if your company doesn't have the capacity to do that, they're going to find another MSP to do that. And so I think it's a very interesting time where if you're not keeping your prices in check with the demand, then you won't be able to necessarily afford the resources that are needed to deliver a quality service to your customers. I know this is different for everybody. I know this is a case-by-case basis, but what I'm seeing in the marketplace is that there is huge demand, yet MSPs are charging less, are still dropping prices, that now is not the time to drop prices, Now might not be the time to drastically raise prices, but certainly not competing on prices, not the name of the game right now in most marketplaces that we're seeing.
0: And it's probably good to remember that your competition's in the same boat. If they're drastically dropping their prices to win the business, they're probably not going to keep it very long because they're not going to be able to afford to support.
1: Every MSP's website that I look at says 24 by 7 support. Go pick up the phone at 2 in the afternoon and call and see if they answer the phone. See if the phone goes to voicemail. See if they are available to you. In my experience, most MSPs do not have sufficient capacity to keep up with demand and have not made the investments and therefore, that is your competition out there right now, and that means they are not keeping up with their client demand right now. So it is not a it is not a pricing thing right now. It's a capacity thing. It's being able to meet the demand of your customer twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, so that your customer can grow with you through this this experience that we're all having at the at the moment.
0: So what is the what are customers valuing? So obviously availability. Is key. They want you when they want you. What else is what else are they valuing? Is it strategic help? Is it technical support?
1: Yeah. 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 I think the bandwidth is an important thing. We've touched on that a few times. I use that word capacity a lot. So they they need to know that you'll be there for them. This has been a very uncertain time the last 12 months. And there's a lot of stories that we've heard from partners of ours that are actually growing to say the reason that that they've been winning the work is that basically the provider that, that that they replaced, just wasn't there for the customer. They they got bogged down in one project and that one project utilized all their resources and their other customers lost out as a result of that. So bandwidth and capacity is what customers are looking for. Stability is what they're looking for. The last thing any business wants today is to be in partnership with someone that's unstable, that's unable to meet their needs because we don't, let's face it, we after the last year's experience, We just don't know what's going to happen in the future. On top of that, I think that they do need solid advice. So if you're a MSP that's still on the tools, your customer might value that to a point in that when they call up for support, you're the one that takes the call and you're the one that fixes the problem. But they might not value that in the long run because that means that you're, your focus is not on their business, but rather on the little micro problems that they're having day in, day out, like the password doesn't work or they can't log into their email. Now, these are important issues, but we let's face it, as business owners, we should not be working on those issues. Our people should be working on those issues or our partners should be. And so I think the customer values someone that is very strategic, that is able to look out over the next couple of years and try to figure out what these what their customers need.
0: And that's all well and good. But as you just mentioned, if we've learned anything over the last 12 months, almost anything can happen and it probably will. And not always for the good, right? We're certainly not out of the woods when it comes to COVID and with variants and things like that. So who knows we, if we could all be back in lockdown in five months and predicting the end of the world again. that. With that in mind, if you're thinking about providing capacity, it can feel risky if you're going to make big capital invest, just investing more into your team in the hope that you're going to have the business that's going to sustain for the next, I don't know, like four, three, four years or or whatever. How do you get around that?
1: There's a leaky bucket when it comes to running a managed service provider. And in many respects, a, a lot of things just haven't changed. Right now we're in a somewhat of a bubble it is definitely on the move there's definitely a lot of opportunity out there there's definitely a lot of growth out there and we saw this again we saw this back in y2k where there was just a huge heated demand for it services to get everybody up to standard for y2k but then shortly thereafter everybody was good to go so that bubble popped and things went back to normal IT services or normal servicing. And so right now we're in a a growth period for MSPs where we're seeing a lot of change and we're seeing a lot of demand, but that may taper off at some point. And so if I was running an MSP today, What I'd be looking at is, okay, I want to make sure I leverage today's opportunity, but I don't want to get over-invested in my service business to a point where things taper off, my costs stay high. I don't want to be in a position where my costs stay high, my margins begin to erode, because I've made capital type investments for this growth. So capital type investments are things like infrastructure that you need to invest in for three or five years in order to to pay it off, or software vendors that are locking you into three to five year contracts, but you might not fully utilize all of the agents or all of the tools within that suite once things taper off, or even labor. When you're employing people, it's definitely a lot of demand and definitely it feels good to be hiring people right now, but Hiring people is a very important, emotional, life-changing decision for both parties. And so I think if you think that your growth might be into the atmosphere and it's going to keep growing and growing and growing, you might want to consider that may not be the case and often isn't the case when there is a bubble in the IT industry. So I'd be looking at OPEX. I'd be looking at software solutions where you can subscribe and you can dial down or turn off when your growth tapers off. I'd be looking at cloud-based solutions, of course, and I think many MSPs are, making sure that they're using things like Azure or making sure they're using AWS and able to dial that product up and down as they see fit. Certainly with labor, there's the outsourced Sock services, knock services, outsource help desks, such as Benchmark, where it's a monthly subscription that you can dial up and down. That way, if things are peaking now, you can dial it right up. And if things taper off, you can dial it back down again. I think it's important to know that obviously you wanna keep a positive mindset and you wanna see your business grow exponentially. Maybe you've seen 100% growth in the last 12 months. Awesome. Is that sustainable where you see 100% in 21 to 22, 100% 22 to 23? I can't be 100% sure of that and and I don't think anybody really can.
0: All right. So to wrap it up, three things that an MSP should do today to capitalize on the opportunity that's there right now.
1: Yeah. Get yourself in the right mindset now that we are in a very constrained market right now. We mentioned before calling up the local MSPs and seeing if they answer the phone. I bet you'll find that a lot of MSPs around you are not geared to meet customer demand right now. And that is a confidence booster for you. There is plenty of business out there. There is a lot of work out there. So get yourself in the mindset to capitalize on the work that's out there right now. Secondly, that's one. Yep. Secondly, I would be making sure that I'm making the right types of investment in the business. I'd be making OPEX investments in the business to ensure that you can actually meet customer demand. Now that may come in the form of subscription based tools that may come in the form of contractors or outsourced help desk type solutions or knock solutions for your business, but making sure that you can quickly scale, but also scale back if things get a little bit rocky again. One more. Don't under, don't undervalue yourself. The market is um, very hot right now and good presented marketed MSPs are going to win in this market today don't undervalue yourself don't drop your price or drop your pants so to speak when you meet a prospect realize that these customers are actually finding it hard to find good providers and good help that old adage good help is hard to find is very true right now so please when you're meeting with prospects value yourself and make sure that you're selling at your value rather than selling on price
0: uh, that's great James it's nice to do a it's nice to do an episode that's um, generally more positive about the world for a change.
1: It was totally touch and go there for a while, but it's really great to see our industry thriving.
0: Great. All right. Thanks, James, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye for now.
1: Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to get your own copy of Infinite Scale, just go to benchmark365.com. And if you have any comments, feedback, or suggestions for future podcast episodes, just drop us a line at hello at benchmark365.com.